The following is a Relevant Radio program and is protected under U.S. copyright laws. This program is made possible through the contributions of listeners like you. Support Relevant Radio by clicking on the Donate icon at www.relevantradio.com. The end of the month is here, and it's the feast day of an apostle. Good morning, I'm Paul Sadek. It's Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app. Today is Thursday, November 30th, 2023. Thursday of the 34th week in Ordinary Time. In the Missal, it's liturgical year A, cycle one. Thursday is a day to pray the luminous mysteries of the rosary. And today is the feast of St. Andrew, one of the 12. He was St. Peter's brother and was called with him. John the Evangelist presents Andrew as a disciple of John the Baptist. Before the multiplication of the loaves, it was Andrew who spoke up about the boy who had the barley loaves and fishes. When the Gentiles went to see Jesus, they came to Philip, but Philip then had recourse to Andrew. Legend has it that Andrew preached the good news in what is now modern Greece and Turkey and was crucified at Patras on an X-shaped cross about 60 A.D. St. Andrew, pray for us. Let's offer this day to the Lord. Lord Jesus, I unite myself to your perpetual, unceasing, universal sacrifice. I offer myself to you every day of my life and every moment of every day according to your most holy and adorable will. Since you have been the victim of my salvation, I wish to be the victim of your love. Accept my desire, take my offering, and graciously hear my prayer. Let me live for love of you. Let me die for love of you. Let my last heartbeat be an act of perfect love. Amen. And we pray for the Holy Father as he fulfills his mission. May he continue to accompany the flock entrusted to him with the help of the Holy Spirit. Ten Minutes with Jesus is a guided meditation on the gospel of the day prepared by a Catholic priest. Here's today's 10 Minutes with Jesus. My Lord and my God, I firmly believe that you are here, that you see me, that you hear me. I adore you with profound reverence. I ask you for pardon of my sins and grace to make this time of prayer fruitful. My Mother Immaculate, Saint Joseph, my Father and Lord, my God and Angel, intercede for me. Today we celebrate the Feast of Saint Andrew the Apostle, And I don't know if you've ever asked yourself why this feast comes on this day, so often so close to Advent, sometimes even within Advent. Advent's a time of waiting, of expectation. We're waiting for the Lord to come, somehow reliving humanity's waiting for centuries and centuries before the birth of Jesus. And perhaps Andrew's feast fits so appropriately here, because he shows himself as a man of expectation. A man who was on the lookout, waiting for God. We first meet him as a disciple of John the Baptist. John was a great, a holy preacher, whose great message was to tell the people to be prepared for God's coming. Make straight the way of the Lord. I remember when I used to live in Manchester here in England, the roads aren't great in this city. And I said once driving along as we went through a number of potholes, I said to somebody, Whoa, this is a bit third world. And the person with me was from Sri Lanka and he said, Father, you've never been to Sri Lanka. Well, I haven't. But I have been to places in the world where the roads are really bad. I remember doing a social project 
in the desert part of Mexico, right at the north. And it was an incredibly bumpy journey to get out to this chemical plant where we were doing the project. Indeed, by the time we'd finished the project, a decent road had been made and we came back on a nice road. It brought home to me, there's no way you can do business. There's no way lorries and trucks can get to such a place on such bad roads. Bad roads really affect the economy. I was also in Nicaragua for a number of social projects and the same thing. The roads were so bad, full of potholes. You had to go slow, avoid the holes. It was quite dangerous, particularly when it rained. And it made me think that if ever anybody important were to come to that part of the world along that road, I'm sure if they could, if they had the means, they'd do everything they could to repair it. Well, just as business is affected by bad roads, so the business of sanctity is. Because the bad roads of our soul, with all their holes and damage, make it difficult for God to come to us. So this Advent... God, through John the Baptist, and we'll read a lot about John these days, is telling us to prepare the road of our hearts for Christ to come to us. And Lord Jesus, we want to have our hearts ready for you to come. And we recognise that there may be holes in us that need repairing. What are these? They might be big lacks of charity, big lacks of discipline and order, laziness, selfishness. There may be holes in us which cause others to stumble our bad example, we lead others into sin. What is crooked in us? A lack of sincerity, we're not straightforward perhaps. Is it hard for Christ to go along this road? Would you struggle, Jesus? Do you struggle to reach us because of the state of the road of our soul? Let's go back to Andrew. He's the disciple of John. He's keen to hear good, honest preaching. He's ready to be challenged by John's demanding message, insisting on honesty and conversion. Could we let ourselves be challenged more? Holy Spirit, are you trying to challenge us? Are we listening? We could be challenged more perhaps through spiritual direction. Allowing ourselves to be challenged. Asking the person to challenge us more. Making more of an effort to actually get direction. To make sure it actually happens. Not delaying. Or asking the person to point out to us areas where we need to grow. Or struggling ourselves to be a bit more sincere. Trying to get to the bottom of things going to confession more regularly. Good spiritual reading is a good way to allow God to challenge us. Jesus, we see you passing by and John the Baptist says, Behold the Lamb of God. We're told that there were two disciples with the Baptist. And what happens? The two disciples heard this and they followed Jesus. Jesus turned and saw them following and said to them, What do you seek? And they said to him, Rabbi, which means teacher, where are you staying? He said to them, come and see. What a lovely episode. They follow Jesus and Lord Jesus, you turn around and say, what do you seek? And they're confused. They don't really know what to say. They say, Rabbi, where are you staying? A bit of a confused, stumbling answer. And then we're told that they go and spend time with you, Jesus. They came and saw where he was staying. And they stayed with him that day. For it was about the tenth hour about four o'clock. They stay with Jesus, with you Jesus, for the rest of the day. And we want to do that through prayer, through mental prayer. And perhaps Advent can be a great time to increase our prayer, to spend more time with Jesus, to come and see you Jesus, to get to know you. But then we're told, one of the two who heard John speak and followed him was Andrew, Simon Peter's brother. It's the first time we're told that. And then the text explains how he first found his brother Simon and said to him, We have found the Messiah, which means Christ. 
He brought him to Jesus. He brought him to Jesus. We have found the Messiah. We read that and it hardly moves us. Andrew is saying, we have found the Saviour of Israel. And with it somehow, the Saviour of humanity too. The hope of humanity. Andrew recognises Christ as such because he was expectant. He was on the lookout for the Saviour. He had his eyes and heart open. By the way we live now, could we say that if we had been living 2,000 years ago, we would have been open to Jesus. We would have recognised his coming. Andrew found the Messiah because he was searching for him. Jesus, you tell us, seek and you will find. Knock and the door will be opened to you. Now, obviously, it is possible to find someone you weren't looking for, but you're much more likely to find them if you actually are searching for them. How much do we seek? How much are we positively on the lookout for Jesus? That could be a good question for Advent. What do you seek? You ask these two disciples, Jesus. And you're asking us the same. What do you seek? Again, that could be a good question for Advent. Do we seek comfort, pleasure, popularity, success, ourselves? All these are not you, Jesus. We will only find you if we seek you. The great danger today is the numbing of our religious sense. People who are not searching, who search instead for material things, possessions, clothes, who search for curiosity on the internet, searching the web. It's a form of searching, but it's not a good form. Searching what others are doing, idle curiosity. Is this good for me? What am I searching for? Will it lead me to God? That's a good question to ask ourselves every time we go onto the web. Holy Spirit, give us a holy restlessness. Inquietum cor nostrum. Our hearts are restless, said St. Augustine, until they rest in you, in you, Lord God. Well, that is a good restlessness. We want to fan it into flame. We want to ask the Holy Spirit to blow on it evermore. The importance of prayer to fan that flame, to enkindle the flame where Christ the Spirit blows on the sparks. Prayer that is not just asking things. This would be a prayer without searching. I want this. What a limited search. Rather, our prayer should be, Jesus, I want you. That's an unlimited search. I want you in your divinity, you in your glory, you in your love. I want you. And of course, in any good relationship, a guy who falls for a girl or a girl who falls for a guy, you shouldn't just say to them, I want this or this or this. What one should truly say is, I want you. There's only a proper relationship when you say, I want you, when our desire is not conditioned. Andrew shows a lot of formation. He knew what the Messiah was, what it meant. Maybe we could study a bit more to understand what it means that Christ is the Messiah, the Saviour of Israel and the world. And Andrew was apostolic. He brought his brother Peter to Jesus. Again, Advent can be a time of apostolate. And let me see in today's Gospel, how Andrew, later on, actually followed Jesus. He was there with his brother Simon by the lake. They were making a cast into the lake with their net, for they were fishermen. And Jesus said to them, follow me, and I will make you fishers of men. And they left their nets at once and followed him. Andrew also teaches us that there may be things we need to leave behind to follow Jesus. Again, a good question for Advent. So Advent also relives Our Lady's pregnancy, her expectation. We talk of an expectant mother, that means a pregnant woman. We start Advent also with the Novena to the Immaculate Conception. That always comes early on in Advent. We relive with Mary her waiting, her looking forward, her imagining, 
Maybe we could try to enter Mary's heart and mind a bit more these days, as she looked forward to the coming of her son, or rather the full appearance. You and I have Christ in us. In a sense, we are pregnant with him. We await his full appearance, his full coming to birth as king of the universe. Thus, we also look forward to his second coming. Christ comes to birth in us. The more we respond to him, the more we open ourselves to him. Let's find practical ways to make this happen, this Advent. I give you thanks, my God, for the good resolutions, affections and inspirations you have communicated to me in this meditation. I ask you for help to put them into effect. My Mother Immaculate, St. Joseph, my Father and Lord, my Garden Angel, intercede for me. You'll always find more of 10 Minutes with Jesus at RelevantRadio.com and on the Relevant Radio app. This day of prayer begins in just a few minutes on Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app. On the Feast of St. Andrew, this is Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app. We join the whole church in prayer now as we're led by our friends at DivineOffice.org in the Invitatory Psalm and the Office of Readings. Lord, open my lips. And and my my mouth will will proclaim your praise. Come, let us worship the Lord, the King of Apostles. Alleluia. Come, let us worship the Lord, the King of Apostles. Alleluia. Come, let us sing to the Lord, and shout with joy to the Rock who saves us. Let us approach him with praise and thanksgiving, and sing joyful songs to the Lord. Come, let us worship the Lord, the King of Apostles. Alleluia! The Lord is God, the mighty God, the great King over all the gods. He holds in his hands the depths of the earth and the highest mountains as well. He made the sea, it belongs to him. The dry land too, for it was formed by his hands. Come, let us worship the Lord, the King of Apostles. Alleluia! Come then, let us bow down and worship, bending the knee before the Lord our Maker. For he is our God, and we are his people, the flock he shepherds. Come, let us worship the Lord, the King of Apostles. Alleluia! Today, listen to the voice of the Lord. Do not grow stubborn as your fathers did in the wilderness. When at Meribah and Massah, they challenged me and provoked me, although they had seen all of my works. 
Come, let us worship the Lord, the King of Apostles. Alleluia. Forty years I endured that generation. I said they are a people whose hearts go astray, and they do not know my ways. So I swore in my anger, they shall not enter into my rest. Come, let us worship the Lord, the King of Apostles. Alleluia. Glory to the Father and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now and will be forever. Amen. Come, let us worship the Lord, the King of Apostles. Alleluia. Their voice has gone out to the limits of the earth, their words to the ends of the world. Their voice has gone out to the limits of the earth, their words to the ends of the world. The heavens proclaim the glory of God, and the firmament shows forth the work of His hands. Day unto day takes up the story, and night unto night makes known the message. No speech, no word, no voice is heard. Yet their span extends through all the earth, their words to the utmost bounds of the world. There he has placed a tent for the sun. It comes forth like a bridegroom coming from his tent, rejoices like a champion to run its course. At the end of the sky is the rising of the sun. To the furthest end of the sky is its course. There is nothing concealed from its burning heat. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit. As As it it was was in the beginning, beginning, is now, now, and and will be forever. forever. Amen. Their Their voice has gone out to the limits of the earth, their their words to the ends of the world. They proclaimed what God has done for us. They grasped the meaning of his deeds. They They proclaimed proclaimed what God has done for us. They They grasped the meaning of his deeds. Hear my voice, O God, as I complain. Guard my life from the dread of the foe. Hide me from the band of the wicked, from the throng of those who do evil. They sharpen their tongues like swords. They aim bitter words like arrows to shoot at the innocent from ambush, shooting suddenly and recklessly. They scheme their evil course. They conspire to lay secret snares. They say, who will see us? Who can search out our crimes? He will search who searches the mind and knows the depths of the heart. God has shot them with his arrow and dealt them sudden wounds. Their own tongue 
has brought them to ruin, and all who see them mock. Then will all men fear. They will tell what God has done. They will understand God's deeds. The just will rejoice in the Lord and fly to him for refuge. All the upright hearts will glory. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit. As As it was was in the beginning, beginning, is is now, and and will will be forever. forever. Amen. They They proclaimed what God has done for us. They They grasped the meaning of his deeds. God's holiness was revealed by them. All nations saw God's glory. God's holiness was revealed by them. All nations saw God's glory. The Lord is King. Let earth rejoice. Let all the coastlands be glad. Cloud and darkness are his raiment, his throne, justice and right. A fire prepares his path. It burns up his foes on every side. His lightnings light up the world. The earth trembles at the sight. The mountains melt like wax before the Lord of all the earth. The skies proclaim his justice. All people see his glory. Let those who serve idols be ashamed, those who boast of their worthless gods. All you spirits worship him. Zion hears and is glad. The people of Judah rejoice because of your judgments, O Lord. For you indeed are the Lord, most high above all the earth, exalted far above all spirits. The Lord loves those who hate evil. He guards the souls of his saints. He sets them free from the wicked. Light shines forth for the just and joy for the upright of heart. Rejoice, you just, in the Lord. Give glory to his holy name. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit, as it was was in in the beginning, beginning, is now, now, and and will will be forever. forever. Amen. God's holiness was revealed by them. All nations saw God's glory. They proclaimed the Lord's praises, told of his power to save, and of the wonders he had worked. A reading from the first letter of the Apostle Paul to the Corinthians. The message of the cross is complete absurdity to those who are headed for ruin. But to us who are experiencing salvation, it is the power of God. Scripture says, I will destroy the wisdom of the wise and thwart the cleverness of the clever. Where is the wise man to be found? Where the scribe? Where is the master of worldly argument? Has not God turned the wisdom of this world into folly? Since in God's wisdom, the world did not come to know him through wisdom. It pleased God to save those who believe through the absurdity of the preaching of the gospel. Yes, Jews demand signs, and Greeks look for wisdom. But we preach Christ crucified, a stumbling block to Jews, and an absurdity to Gentiles. But to those who are called, Jews and Greeks alike, Christ the power of God and the wisdom of God. For God's folly is wiser than men, and his weakness more powerful than men. Brothers, 
you are among those called. Consider your situation. Not many of you are wise, as men account wisdom. Not many are influential, and surely not many are well-born. God chose those whom the world considers absurd to shame the wise. He singled out the weak of this world to shame the strong. He chose the world's low-born and despised, those who count for nothing, those who were something, so that mankind can do no boasting before God. God, it is who has given you life in Jesus Christ. He has made him our wisdom and also our justice, our sanctification and our redemption. This is just as you find it written, Let him who would boast, boast in the Lord. As for myself, brothers, when I came to you, I did not come proclaiming God's testimony with any particular eloquence or wisdom. No, I determined that while I was with you, I would speak of nothing but Jesus Christ and Him crucified. When I came among you, it was in weakness and fear and with much trepidation. My message and my preaching had none of the persuasive force of wise argumentation, but the convincing power of the Spirit. As a consequence, your faith rests not on the wisdom of men, but on the power of God. As the Lord was walking by the Sea of Galilee, he saw Peter and Andrew casting their nets into the sea. He called out to them, saying, Come Come follow me, I will make you fishers of men. They were fishermen, so he said to them, Come follow me, I will make you fishers of men. A reading from a homily on the Gospel of John by St. John Chrysostom, Bishop. After Andrew had stayed with Jesus and had learned much from him, he did not keep this treasure to himself, but hastened to share it with his brother. Notice what Andrew said to him. We have found the Messiah, that is to say, the Christ. Notice how his words reveal what he has learned in so short a time. They show the power of the Master who has convinced them of this truth. They reveal the zeal and concern of men preoccupied with this question from the very beginning. Andrew's words reveal a soul waiting with the utmost longing for the coming of the Messiah, looking forward to his appearing from heaven, rejoicing when he does appear, and hastening to announce so great an event to others. To support one another in the things of the Spirit is the true sign of goodwill between brothers of loving kinship, and sincere affection. Notice, too, how, even from the beginning, Peter is docile and receptive in spirit. He hastens to Jesus without delay. He brought him to Jesus, says the evangelist, but Peter must not be condemned for his readiness to accept Andrew's word without much weighing of it. It is probable that his brother had given him, and many others, a careful account of the event. The evangelists, in the interest of brevity, regularly summarize a lengthy narrative. St. John does not say that Peter believed immediately, but that he brought him to Jesus. Andrew was to hand him over to Jesus to learn everything for himself. There was also another disciple present, and he hastened with them for the same purpose. 
when John the Baptist said, This is the Lamb, and he baptizes in the Spirit. He left the deeper understanding of these things to be received from Christ. All the more so would Andrew act in the same way, since he did not think himself able to give a complete explanation. He brought his brother to the very source of light, and Peter was so joyful and eager that he would not delay even for a moment. As soon as Andrew heard the Lord preaching, he left the nets which were his livelihood and way of life, and and followed the the Lord Lord who gives gives eternal life. This is the man who endured suffering for the love of Christ and for his law, and and followed the the Lord who gives gives eternal life. You are God, we praise you. You are the Lord, we acclaim you. You are the eternal Father. All creation worships you. To you, all angels, all the powers of heaven, cherubim and seraphim sing in endless praise. Holy, holy, holy Lord, God of power and might, heaven and earth are full of your glory. The glorious company of apostles praise you. The noble fellowship of prophets praise you. The white-robed army of martyrs praise you. Throughout the world the Holy Church acclaims you. Father of majesty unbounded, your true and only Son, worthy of all worship and the Holy Spirit, advocate and guide. You, Christ, are the King of glory, the eternal Son of the Father. When you became man to set us free, you did not spurn the virgin's womb. You overcame the sting of death and opened the kingdom of heaven to all believers. You are seated at God's right hand in glory. We believe that you will come and be our judge. Come then, Lord, and help your people. But with the price of your own blood And bring us with your saints To glory everlasting Let us pray. We humbly implore your majesty, O Lord, that just as the blessed Apostle Andrew was for your church a preacher and pastor, so he may be for us a constant 
intercessor before you, through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, God, forever and ever. Amen. The Lord encounters some fishermen in today's gospel in just a few minutes on Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app. Welcome back to Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app. It's Thursday, November 30th, 2023, the Feast of St. Andrew. I'm Paul Sadek. In today's Gospel from Truth and Life, the dramatized audio Bible, the Lord calls four fishermen. One of them happens to be named Andrew. It's from the fourth chapter of the Gospel of Matthew. As he walked by the Sea of Galilee, he saw two brothers, Simon, who is called Peter, and Andrew, his brother, casting a net into the sea, for they were fishermen. Follow me, and I will make you fishers of men. Immediately they left their nets and followed him. And going on from there, he saw two other brothers, James, the son of Zebedee, and John, his brother, in the boat with Zebedee, their father, mending their nets, and he called them. Immediately they left the boat and their father and followed him. This selection from Truth and Life, the dramatized audio Bible courtesy of Falcon Picture Group, daily and Sunday Mass readings are on the relevant radio app. Well, Andrew was one of those who had the good fortune to receive, in very clear terms, his vocation. Today's reading from In Conversation with God by Father Francisco Fernandez Carvajal is from Volume 7, Special Feasts. They came and saw where he was staying, and they stayed with him that day. It was about the tenth hour. The Gospel informs us that Andrew and John are the first apostles to follow Jesus. Soon after our Savior began his public ministry, the following day he meets John the Baptist and two of his disciples. Seeing the Lord as he passes by, the precursor says, Behold the Lamb of God. Christ then calls the ones who are the first to be closely associated with his person and mission, and they respond immediately. Jesus turns around and, seeing the two following him, says to them, What is it you seek? They say, Rabbi, which interpreted means Master, where dwellest thou? He says to them, Come and see. How friendly our Lord's invitation to them must have been. Now Andrew, the brother of Simon Peter, was one of the two who heard John the Baptist and followed him. That day Jesus speaks to them with divine wisdom and human charm, and they remain committed to our Lord for good. After many years have passed, St. John records the exact time of their encounter in his gospel. It was about the tenth hour, about four o'clock in the afternoon. He never forgets the moment when Jesus says to him, What do you seek? Andrew will also always remember that decisive day. Neither of the apostles ever forgets his crucial encounter with Jesus. To accept God's call and live as one of the Lord's intimate friends is the greatest grace a person can receive in this life. The joyful day we accept the clear invitation to follow the Master is an occasion we will always treasure in our heart. The grace of vocation is always an unmerited gift. The more divinely inspired it is, the more highly we should esteem it. 
Since our calling illuminates the whole panorama of the future for us and gives meaning to our life, the call of vocation is often a gradual realization we come to understand in the peace and calm of our prayer. At times, however, as in the case of St. Paul, his invitation is manifested in a fashion as clear as a flash of lightning which tears open the darkness that clouds our perspective. The Master may also simply put his hand on one's shoulder and say, You are mine. Follow me. The person in question is then filled with joy and goes and sells all that he has and buys that field where his treasure lies. Like a collector of fine pearls, the soul concerned discovers the pearl of great price among the many gifts of life. Jesus encourages the first disciples, Come and see, he says to them. In their personal dealings with the Lord, Andrew and John learn what is not immediately apparent to them through his words alone. Through frequent prayer, we too can grow to perceive the many invitations he addresses to us. We will then have greater intimacy with Christ and thus be able to follow him more closely. While we are speaking to him now, we might ask ourselves if we are striving to be attentive to the promptings of his voice. Do we respond fully to what Christ asks of us since he has wanted to depend on our support? Let us remember that the Lord is always present in the world, just as he was 20 centuries ago. Now more than ever, Jesus is seeking men and women to collaborate in this divine venture for the salvation of souls. Responding positively to his invitation is immediately worthwhile, since it entails cooperating in an enterprise of eternal significance. In Conversation with God by Francis Fernandez is published by Scepter Publishers, and it's available at your local Catholic bookstore. On this Feast of St. Andrew, we join the whole church in prayer once again as we're led by our friends at DivineOffice.org in morning prayer. God, come to my assistance. Lord, make haste to help me. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit. As it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Alleluia. Two men followed the Lord from the beginning. One of these was Andrew, the brother of Simon Peter. O oh God, you are my God, for you I long. For you my soul is thirsting. My body pines for you, like a dry, weary land without water. So I gaze on you in the sanctuary, to see your strength and your glory. For your love is better than life, my lips will speak your praise. So will I bless you all my life, in your name I will lift up my hands. My soul shall be filled as with a banquet, my mouth shall praise you with joy. On my bed I remember you, on you I muse through the night, for you have been my help. In the shadow of your wings I rejoice, my soul clings to you, your right hand holds me fast. Glory to the Father and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, 
as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Father, creator of unfailing light, give that same light to those who call to you. May our lips praise you, our lives proclaim your goodness, our work give you honor, and our voices celebrate you forever. Two men followed the Lord from the beginning. One of these was Andrew, the brother of Simon Peter. The Lord loved Andrew and cherished his friendship. Bless the Lord, all you works of the Lord. Praise and exalt him forever. Angels of the Lord, bless the Lord. You heavens, bless the Lord. All you waters above the heavens, bless the Lord. All you hosts of the Lord, bless the Lord. Sun and moon, bless the Lord. Stars of heaven, bless the Lord. Every shower and dew, bless the Lord. All you winds, bless the Lord. Fire and heat, bless the Lord. Cold and chill, bless the Lord. Dew and rain, bless the Lord. Frost and chill, bless the Lord. Ice and snow, bless the Lord. Nights and days, bless the Lord. Light and darkness, bless the Lord. Lightnings and clouds, bless the Lord. Let the earth bless the Lord. Praise and exalt him above all forever. Mountains and hills, bless the Lord. Everything growing from the earth, bless the Lord. You springs, bless the Lord. Seas and rivers, bless the Lord. You dolphins and all water creatures, bless the Lord. All you birds of the air, bless the Lord. All you beasts, wild and tame, bless the Lord. You sons of men, bless the Lord. O Israel, bless the Lord. Praise and exalt him above all forever. Priests of the Lord, bless the Lord. Servants of the Lord, bless the Lord. Spirits and souls of the just, bless the Lord. Holy men of humble heart, bless the Lord. Ananiah, Azariah, Mishael, bless the Lord. Praise and exalt him above all forever. Let us bless the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Let us praise and exalt him above all forever. Blessed are you, Lord, in the firmament of heaven, praiseworthy and glorious and exalted above all forever. The Lord loved Andrew and cherished his friendship. 
Andrew said to his brother Simon, We have found the Messiah, and he brought him to Jesus. Sing a new song to the Lord, his praise in the assembly of the faithful. Let Israel rejoice in its maker, let Zion's sons exult in their king. Let them praise his name with dancing, and make music with timbrel and harp. For the Lord takes delight in his people, he crowns the poor with salvation. Let the faithful rejoice in their glory, shout for joy and take their rest. Let the praise of God be on their lips, and a two-edged sword in their hand, to deal out vengeance to the nations and punishment on all the peoples, to bind their kings in chains and their nobles in fetters of iron, to carry out the sentence preordained. This honor is for all his faithful. Glory to the Father and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Let Israel rejoice in you, Lord, and acknowledge you as Creator and Redeemer. We put our trust in your faithfulness and proclaim the wonderful truths of salvation. May your loving kindness embrace us now and forever. Andrew said to his brother Simon, We have found the Messiah, and he brought him to Jesus. A reading from Ephesians You are strangers and aliens no longer. No, you are fellow citizens of the saints and members of the household of God. You form a building which rises on the foundation of the apostles and prophets, with Christ Jesus himself as the capstone. Through him, the whole structure is fitted together and takes shape as a holy temple in the Lord. In him you are being built into this temple to become a dwelling place for God in the Spirit. The Word of the Lord. Thanks Thanks be be to God. God. You have made them rulers over all the earth. You You have have made made them rulers over all the earth. They will always remember your name, O Lord, over over all all the earth. earth. Glory to the Father, to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit. You You have have made them rulers over all the earth. I bow before the cross made precious by Christ, my Master. I embrace it as his disciple. Blessed be the Lord, the God of Israel. He has come to his people and set them free. He has raised up for us a mighty Savior, born of the house of his servant David. Through his holy prophets he promised of old that he would save us from our enemies, from the hands of all who hate us. He promised to show mercy to our fathers and to remember his holy covenant. This was the oath he swore to our father Abraham, to set us free from the hands of our enemies, free to worship him without fear, holy and righteous in his sight all the days of our lives. You, my child, shall be called the prophet of the Most High, for you will go before the Lord to prepare his way, to give his people knowledge of salvation 
by the forgiveness of their sins. In the tender compassion of our God, the dawn from on high shall break upon us to shine on those who dwell in darkness and the shadow of death and to guide our feet into the way of peace. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. I bow before the cross made precious by Christ, my Master. I embrace it as his disciple. Beloved friends, we have inherited heaven along with the apostles. Let us voice our thanks to the Father for all his gifts. The The company company of apostles praises you, O Lord. Praise be to you, Lord, for the banquet of Christ's body and blood given us through the apostles. Which refreshes us and gives us life. The The company company of apostles praises you, O Lord. Praise be to you, Lord, for the feast of your word prepared for us by the apostles. Giving us light and joy. The The company company of apostles praises you, O Lord. Praise be to you, Lord, for your holy church founded on the apostles. Where we are gathered together into your community. The The company company of apostles apostles praises you, O Lord. Praise be to you, Lord, for the cleansing power of baptism and penance that you have entrusted to your apostles, through which we are cleansed of our sins. The The company company of apostles praises you, O Lord. With the longing for the coming of God's kingdom, let us offer our prayer to the Father. Our Father, who who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. We humbly implore your majesty, O Lord, that just as the blessed Apostle Andrew was for your church a preacher and pastor, so he may be for us a constant intercessor before you. Through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, God, forever and ever. Amen. May the Lord bless us, protect us from all evil, and bring us to everlasting life. Amen. Amen. Once again this year, the Merry Beggars present Charles Dickens' A Christmas Carol. Subscribe today to receive daily episodes for free at adventwithscrooge.com. That's adventwithscrooge.com. Morning Air is coming up in just a few minutes with John and Gwen, Patrick Madrid a bit later on. I'm Paul Sadek. I'll see you tomorrow morning, 4 a.m. Central, or on the Relevant Radio app. Go out, make it a great day, and live in the light of the Lord. Audio from the Liturgy of the Hours, courtesy of DivineOffice.org. Readings from In Conversation with God, courtesy of Scepter Publishers. Selections from Truth and Life, the dramatized audio Bible, courtesy of Falcon Picture Group. Ten Minutes with Jesus is used with permission. Daybreak is available on RelevantRadio.com and on the Relevant Radio app. Daybreak is a production of Relevant Radio. Relevant Radio.